Welcome to the Love Cars on the Grid podcast, your global motorsport roundup with me, Tiffany Dell and Paul Woodman. Welcome to Love Cars on the Grid, your global motorsport podcast roundup. And it's a Valentine's special, although there's no love really for Michael Massey because we're going to talk <laughs> about that. It's still kicking off. And it's really quite fascinating, this whole F1, Michael <sighs> Massey, McLaren, uh, uh, Red Bull and, uh, and Mercedes as well. But there's other stuff to look at in there. Not an action pack, but there seems to be quite a lot on the agenda this week uh, to go through from last weekend. But we've got to kick off because the debate with Michael Massey is still ongoing. Yeah. Lewis fans are going crazy. Max fans are telling all the Lewis fans, get over it, it's done. Um, but there's a new bit of audio that was actually released uh. some time ago, but it only really came into the mainstream this week. And it's quite fascinating, really, because it is so conclusive that there was an <laughs> error made. I think, I think everybody, even Max fans, realise now an error was made. Um, but it's how we deal with it ongoing from here. Was the social media kicked off big time? Because this new audio, which uh, I hadn't sure I hadn't heard, appeared, you know. And, and so everyone's raging about it because there's this guy, Jonathan Weekly, which I don't think anybody heard. Uh, and then when I complained I hadn't heard this, this is new. And it, it has this funny cover up by Sky or by all the insiders because, uh, you know, Karun Chandok said, Yes, you did hear it, Tiff. And I thought, Well, well no. and I said, so I then said, Can you tell me some of the evidence? Because obviously you go to Sky and replay that, that particular element. And then he deleted his tweet. I mean, it all goes more and more into the secrecy because he probably realised, apparently it was released. It was released on, on FOM, on the Formula One website, about three or four days after the Grand Prix. And in fact, more interesting, after Mercedes withdrew their protests. Because it was really more damning evidence for Massey. You know, I mean, what we'd heard from Karun, not Karun, from uh, Christian um, Horner, you know, about the, you know, we only want one lap and that was bad enough. But this really revealed the amount of coaching Red Bull were doing uh, to, to poor old Massey. I know, you know, Toto was doing the same for Mercedes. You know, he said, you know, we don't want a safety car, we don't want a... But that's a natural reaction. You know, they were probably hoping for a virtual safety car, which doesn't lose their lead and stuff. But it just came out. And Twitter, and the, the fact that it's such an outrage, a lot of people on Twitter say, I'll forget it, if move on, you know. Well, we can't move on until the 2021 season has been concluded. Um, and everybody's saying, and I'm saying, well, you know, everyone seems to like Mr. Michael, Michael Mass. He's very popular amongst the, you know, the, the Sky commentators and the drivers who have dinner with him all year. And he's obviously a likeable bloke and they're always trying to, they're trying to give him a cuddle and say it was only one mistake. And, but it was lots of mistakes. And even if he is protected, they all say you've got to change the system. We understand that, you know, we mustn't let the teams attack Massey directly uh, or, you know, Jonathan Weekly attack during the races. Um, we understand that. But whatever, you know, Massey was the one that cracked under pressure. And how could it be any more controversial decisions this season, you know, with the Mercedes and, and Red Bull clash? And what, Massey's making the decision again? Well, you know, he brought the sport into disrepute and he's got to be pushed sideways if they want to give another job. But he just, I don't think for most fans, they, could, they couldn't stomach him coming out. I mean, because it's extra evidence, you know, with his weekly saying, you know, just let them buy and then we can have a race, you know. A motor race, and he quoted yeah. word, virtually word for word. Then he requoted that on the radio. It's, I, back, I to, feel, back to Toto, you know, Massey then uh, told Toto, you know, we're going to have a race. 
We're going I to feel have sorry for Michael Massey. I, I, I know he was. I do. But the problem is, all these people now, the Christian Horners and Toto Wolves of these world, they're all celebrities now. Back, <laughs> in, back in the day, you didn't even know who the team principals were half the time. They're all but celebrities. I mean, I mean, surely Michael had the option of turning that radio off. I mean, he doesn't. He's not obliged to reply to this pressure, is he? He could have just turned it off and said, "I've got, I've got to sort." Because actually, when uh, it was Toto first, I it was maybe it was. Um, Christian first started pressurising him. He says, I've got a job to do here. I've got to sort out a safety car. And yeah, he should have just switched off that communication. I mean, he, he had surely the ability. Um, you but know, well, other people, we're all human. We all make mistakes. You know, yeah. We all make mistakes. But he made a mistake that cost Mercedes, uh, cost Lewis Hamilton, Lewis Hamilton. his eighth world, world title. Yeah. So it's a, it's a major mistake. <laughs> so, so sadly for Michael Massey, and I do genuinely feel very sorry for the guy because yeah. he's clearly a nice yeah. guy and very yeah. you know very talented at what he does but he made a monumental mistake yeah. and he has to probably do the right thing himself and step, step aside or step yeah. down yeah i um, don't want the job you know give me a start i think you know they talk about a safety commission there are, there are other jobs available there must be so many jobs the fi they take three months to come up with a committee to decide things um but no, it's it's a shame it's happened. But I mean, they Sky got Martin back. Did you see the Martin interview that was tweeted as a sort of response to this new information? They're really sticking behind oh, him. The whole I know, but Martin team. put on his big serious now. You know, having told us before, you know, you don't understand little people. It's a big job, and nobody else could do that job. And then he went on and on about the letting uh, lapped cars catch the back of the pack. In fact, everyone knows that, you know, that's not really, that wasn't the big deal at all. But he almost seemed to concentrate on that. Well, of course, at Spa, if it's wet, there isn't time for all the cars to go round. You might have to restart. Before. Yes, we all know that, Martin. But Martin didn't discuss the, the bit about, you know, if you let them by, we then have a motor race. Yeah, that was the damning sort of evidence. And, but then Martin did then, right at the end, say, uh, my only thought is that it had to go one more lap. And, whoa, 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 whoa. You never said that on the race day. And all of a sudden now, even Martin's admitted that the rule was mishandled and the result was, was ruined. And um, I don't know anybody that, that disagrees with that, even Max fan, He's, even I a diehard Max fan. Everybody <laughs> realises that Michael Massey made a, a huge yeah. error. Um, the results stand, that's all right. I know some people wanted to change the results. I don't think they ever changed. But, I mean, forever, you know, in my mind, there's going to be little brackets, you know, Lewis, Lewis, Lewis Hamilton World Championships seven in brackets eight. Max Verstappen one in brackets zero. You know, it's 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 going to be there. The the scar will be there forever. But I, um, I do. I, what I don't like is I, I don't like this. It's either or because it's not either or. They're, Max probably deserved to win the championship overall. He was better driver overall <laughs> the whole season. However. That's not what it's about. I mean, you, you, you know, it's not over until the fat lady sings. And Lewis it, would have won Abu Dhabi. There's no question yeah. Lewis would have won Abu Dhabi. So, a great race. Yeah, so, so absolutely. And, and, you know, lots of Lewis fans remind the Max fans about Saudi Arabia. Don't forget Saudi Arabia. Max gave him a great job. There was all that controversy as well. Oh, I, no, yeah, I, I tried to avoid but, going back to all the other things. But, it, for, to forget me, all that. Such... Forget that, because then you've got Silverstone. You've got the major yeah, instances. Exactly. Forget all the yeah. tit for tat. But what <laughs> the, the, the thing that stands in my mind, sticks out of my mind more than any, is how Lewis conducted himself on that podium after just being yeah. robbed of your yeah. eighth world championship. He was so magnanimous in defeat. And Max Verstappen, the, the week before in Saudi Arabia, walked off the podium because <laughs> yeah, he was in a strop. Yeah, a strop. I mean, <laughs> just unbelievable. So what would Max have done? What would Red Bull have done? Now you're firing situation? up the Max. Are you going or you're no, firing them up I'm, again? No, I, <laughs> I agree. Max, I agree. I, know. I think Max deserved to win overall in the season. But 
he wasn't going to win. Lewis Hamilton was. Well, it was a shame. I mean, to me, it was you know, it came down this the once you know amazing winner takes all final race, you know. And this all business, you know, we, we want a race. We'd had a race. We'd had a Grand Prix. We'd have 56 or I don't know how many laps we'd had. We'd had an hour and a half of a Grand Prix. Grand Prix are one over strategy. And, and Lewis had driven a brilliant race. There had some controversy on the first lap with overtaking, which again, Martin Bundle said was a perfectly good overtake, but I still disagree with that. I mean, anyway, um, we'd had a motor race. You know, a motor race isn't one lap around a banger stadium. But the saddest thing is because the FIA have taken so long and haven't satisfied the fans we've got this new season started we've got the launch of the new cars which, which are so exciting really yeah which is lovely to be so exciting yeah. but this new audio was, was released on the morning of the red bulls launch uh, who uh, orchestrated such a social media campaign but it seemed an amazing coincidence that the uh, the new weekly com- conversation came out um and I think the cars look great. And the wing is still a bit, I don't like, I think it's too wide. I don't like the fact that the fins are they're still going to be knocking them off at the first corner. But great colour schemes. The Aston Martin looked fabulous. And I thought the McLaren in that sort of blue and orange. Um, so, yeah, I'm trying to get excited about the new season. But we've still got this sour taste because I haven't concluded. And they won't conclude it until two days before the race. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I know Lewis has had, and I saw some tweets yesterday, Nick Knowles um, is quite a well-known guy in the UK he yeah. tweets about it and there's been a Lewis had years of abuse and I didn't realize how bad it was actually I saw some of the tweets yesterday but there this is not about racism so a lot of people are jumping oh, no. on and saying oh, no. this is about racism this is not about racism Lewis. this is a this is a bad decision however Lewis how Lewis Hamilton fans feel like they got a bit of a, a moral victory because they had uh, void lap 58 the hashtag they had that um, uh, trending on Twitter yesterday, so um, so you know they're still talking about it. It's still there, and it's not it's oh, not no. going to go away. And they're all saying they're going to boycott F1. No chance. They're not because no, they're they'll be bad. they're drivers there, and we're all excited to see it. Whatever happens, and it's <laughs> and it and it does make for entertainment. But it that sadly is what it ended up being, and what Michael Massey did made it more entertaining than over ethics of the of, of the motorways. Yeah. Shame, bit of a shame, big scar, embarrassment for my sport. But then we had racing last week. At least there's some racing still going on. We had um, the FEs made their Formula E, had their Mexico race. I actually found it quite entertaining. I mean, I'm there. See, I'm always looking at it, Formula E people. <laughs> I don't like the awful sound, the whining sound that, that you know, doesn't excite me at all. Um, and, of course, the, the race is exciting. They're all running to the same energy-saving, lifting off halfway down the straights. But there's a lot of tactical stuff. I've, I'm enjoying the qualifying, which I think has been a really good breakthrough. Uh, and so we had the Porsches look good this weekend. But in the races, it's still this energy conservation goes on. And, and it seems to be you know, the team that's got the strategy right. All of a sudden wins by March. The two Porsches cruised around at the front um, for their first ever win. And whereas Mercedes did this in the first round in um, Diria. We've now got someone else got the sums right. And it's this computer getting your energy consumption uh, correct. Because in the results, it's always the two, the two cars of the same team, always in the same place in the field. You know, they're very much moving up and down. But I thought it was quite funny. It was a bit of embarrassment at the end because the Porsche, the managers had made their energy plan for 40 laps. Because the regulation is 45 minutes plus one lap. So that's the energy saving they have to plan for. And it was quite funny in a way that, that because they'd made that plan, even though they'd had about 10 second lead, the two of them cruising, they were still determined to make it a 40 lap race. They made them go fast enough 
So they crossed the line about two seconds before the 45 minutes were up, meaning that it would be 40 laps, which is what their strategy was planning for. Whereas half the field had obviously planned for a 39-lap race <laughs> because they all suddenly, the Jaguars and all sorts, suddenly ran out of power completely because, you know, just because Porsche had got across the line two seconds before the 45 minutes were up. So that's, and, and the overtakes happen. You know, some of the cars pushed forward early on, the Porsches dropped back, the both of them. And then, and some of the overtakes, you know, because if a guy doesn't lift on the straight, the one that's got a bit of energy just, just cruises by. I said, you know, I don't know what the drivers feel like. And someone pointed out, well, that's the same as DRS. Uh, which I agree is the same feeling for a driver when you get overtaken with a DRS car, you can't do anything about it, and um, which is why I don't like DRS. So the fact that DRS does it in Formula One doesn't justify the overtaking in, in E when the batch runs out. But um, so it's good, funny, but congratulations also, to Verline and Lotra for, for first and second of the Porsches. But also, people were comparing the um, energy saving um, with fuel saving, and it's completely different. The difference is. The difference is you have to energy save because you can't you can't go full power with this. No. But fuel saving, you can fill it up bit. as much as you want. It's, you could yeah. that that's more tactics for to keep the weight as low as possible. So well, yeah, the energy, yeah, the engineers will start you on a you know low, and if you then try hard for, for an hour and a quarter, then well, hold on a minute, you know, you, you, we we didn't put that much fuel on board. So as you as you just said, a strategy choice, but uh, it's not quite the same as. Uh, read 40% of your power you have to put back in and they lift halfway down the straight they're lifting nah, it's not right it's that's it's not so racing but it, it, it is exciting and I, and I like it I like you know Nicky Shields as a commentator yeah. stuff but, that's but all, yeah, it's, it's, you know, well it's a little presented. bit disappointing and I wonder where it's going because it hasn't maybe taken off as well as maybe they thought because Channel 4 got the UK rights for it yet it's yeah. only showed on YouTube uh, only on YouTube is, it's yeah. a real shame it's Kick, that, kicking the teeth it is a bit, isn't it? Because the Mexicans love it anyway. The Mexicans, the Mexicans love anything. It was <laughs> the crowd. They always have the fabulous crowd. There, as the comments, the commentators were saying, you know, the drivers could hear them cheering in that amazing little stadium that happened when they whittled through the front. So it was a good. It was a proper racetrack, only half a proper racetrack, admittedly, but it was a proper wide racing circuit. So it wasn't these, you know, little tiny little artificial car park courses. So. It looks better like that. So I, I was entertained by Formula E this weekend. And do you know what? You just mentioned DRS. I don't mind. I don't mind a bit of DRS. I I oh. think that's no. I don't mind it. It's um because it's the same for everybody, isn't it? It's same for same for everybody. It's not. Well, it's like not the same if you haven't got it. The other bloke's got it. And he, <laughs> he drives by you. It's, okay. not, it's not. That's the whole point. It's not what the do you, same. What it's do you guys artificial... think about DRS? Get in the comments below on go. YouTube. They will all say it's got to go. It's got to go. It's got to go. <laughs> And it's so annoys yeah. me. The new cars have got it still, and they're gonna they're gonna wait and see if their regulations make the cars follow closer. But the point is, if if you've got DRS this year and the cars can follow closer, they're gonna be overtaking everywhere because, you know, as we saw with the the wonderful Max versus Lewis battles, you know, it was getting into that one second. We're all looking at the clock, aren't we? Until he's was he one second behind into the DRS zone, so he can get the DRS. But whereas you can catch up from the two seconds of one, then you, you then get stuck in the dirty air. Um, but if these new cars can stay within half a second, they're going to be getting DRS all over the place. So, so isn't that's it going to be more overtaking? Is it going to be more Well, they say, they say they'll take it away if it becomes, you know, too everywhere. They are saying if the cars can race without it, they are saying they will try to remove DRS. Okay. I have my doubt. Once Liberty sees 100 overtakes in every Grand Prix, they'll say, oh, I love that, love that, great. 
But, um, <laughs> yeah, but then lots of crashes, lots of safety cars, lots of Michael Massey action. Liberty <laughs> are going to be punching the ceiling. They're going to be ecstatic about that. I just um, retweeted a lovely. Did you see that clip I retweeted? Nelson Pica overtaking yeah. Minardi at Silverstone. The, the driver control and the wonderful old fast corners around Silverstone. He went through Stowe and Club and Abbey and right in the slipstream. But it was it was wonderful to watch a proper overtake where you know there was slipstream and nothing else. Do you know, Tiff, I still think that we've got that, but the, these big modern cars, they're so big that it just oh, hides yeah. it so well. I know, I know, I know, you know, the, the cars that you're talking about there with PK, probably almost half the size. And, and yeah. of course, you know, you do, the driver's doing everything as well. But, um, yeah, you know, the, 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 this, the, it, it's just a shame, shame that modern cars in general, they just make everybody soft and it just does look so easy. But it's a bit harder than that. We'll find out. No, we'll find no out. joy for the Brits. Just finishing my Formula E report. I mean, had a terrible time with the Jaguars, one of the ones that ran out of power. Jake Dennis was our best in 10th place. So it wasn't a good weekend for the Brits in Formula E, but never mind. Porsche, they've had their day. Okay. Who goes, who gets the strategy right next to me? Wait with the baited breath. <laughs> it shouldn't be about just strategy. Strategy is important, <laughs> as we know. But, but typically... It shouldn't be about strategy for, for a race. It's it's an important part of it, but not the defining factor. It shouldn't be a race, in my opinion. So in the Middle East, you still have the... Yeah, um, lots yeah. of winter series. They were joined this year. The little single-seater children, as I call them, as you tick me off for, <laughs> the young talent of the future, were joined by the Asian Le Mans series, the LMS series, um, which it was a very much an amateur field. It's more of an age, it's not really the World Series. There are only four LMP2 cars, no, no uh, prototypes, no LMP1s. Uh, it was mainly sort of nine LMP3s, and loads of GT cars. And it's how will these teams get the budget to do these races? I have no idea. There were two four hour races out in Dubai uh, on the list. And the Brits had a wonderful time. So the two wins overall with the crew, including Matt Bell and Ben Hanley. Well done, Matt and Ben. Uh, had a win in the in the LMP3 with Nick Adcock won one race, then Tony Wells and Colin Noble another. More more union flags. And the GTs was won by the McLaren of Ollie Milroy and Ben Barnicote in one race and second the other. So Brits looking good. We always look good in sports cars, don't we? Those you know we're always got like we did the Daytona 24 hour race and the top four cars all had British drivers in, and it it is one place I'm very proud that you know we these single seater drivers that don't make Formula One they get these careers. Uh, in doing GT racing. Um, we didn't have so much luck in the single-seaters, though, because our only real uh, title hopeful was Aidan Neat in the Formula 4 UAE. Uh, but he had a bad weekend. He had a, a, some best result of fifth. So he's dropped to second in the championship now. But a new Brazilian kid. This is what, you have to look at these races. The names of the future. He's a Ferrari junior. Rafael Camara won three of the races. Um, and Charlie Wirtz, son of Alex Wirtz, had a win. Uh, Formula Regional was wins again for Arthur Leclerc, the brother of. He's extending his championship lead in that. Um, wins for Sebastian Montoya and the Swede Dino Beganovic. Um, Oli Behrman, this, you know, talent that I thought was going to win the Autosport Awards, but you know, he didn't. He got beaten away. He had his debut. He's just joined this lot. He had one third place out of the three races. So, yeah, not so much British success in the single-seaters, but loads in, in sports car racing. Good stuff. So... What else going on? Oh, I need to ask. And they've got one cool. more weekend this weekend. They all come back to the last rounds. So this weekend sees the final rounds. Uh, they've gone back to Yas Marina for this coming weekend after three weekends in Dubai. Um, so next weekend, oh, hey, someone hey, I know is off to Daytona. Who's that? Uh, assume I pass my COVID test tomorrow morning. I've been hiding for a week. It's American rules. You have to take this witness Zoom meeting COVID test. 
and if you fail it, you don't go. So I've been hiding. I'm feeling healthy. I've taken a test every day. And I'm passing them. Yeah, Daytona for the 500, and uh, just a fantastic event. I'm out, as I said, with this motor passion, this little corporate group entertaining their guests. So if um, you're not lucky enough to go just, and watch it, where can you watch it in the UK? Where can we catch up with it's, it? It's on, it's on one of the three. I've got all the BT Sport. It's on Sky, isn't it, NASCAR now? Or is it on BT Sport? Probably BT Sport. Or is it on the third one? What's the other one I've got? Eurosport. I think it's a BT anyway, Sport. Anyway, we'll find out. Find that out. Yeah, go Google. <laughs> but it's, it's a wonderful race. I mean, it's, it's going to be a great atmosphere. And it's just one of the crown jewels of the most. We've got Daytona 500, Indy 500, Monaco Grand Prix, British Grand Prix. Um, well, that's for the Brits, that is. But uh, one of the iconic races. Fantastic. New uh, cars, new cars as well. Central lock wheels all change. What's to so, look out for? The, the central lock wheels, anything else that we should be... Who should be, oh, the, be looking out for in shifting, terms of pump action. Well, obviously Larson, you know, obviously Larson, car last the number five. But as we got this interest with, with Napa coming to the British Touring Car Championship, the Brits sort of support the number nine, Chase Elliott in the Napa car. So, um, but it's colourful. There'll be jets flying over. There'll be union flags. They'll sing the anthem, standing with pride. And when those cars come round on the warming up lap, um, I'll be standing in the, in the seats with hair in the back of my neck rising up. The atmosphere they can build in America is awesome. And uh, rumbling V8, 40 rumbling V8s. Then they build up the speed down the back of the street. And when they come around at the end of the first, they run, 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 run. You can't Amazing. help but be amazed. Oh, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of boring stuff in the middle. You know, it is a sort of race that goes on. And there's, there are sections of the race where they all stay in single file and nothing happens. Um, but then towards the end, when the, when the tension rises and they all start going wild in the pack to try and move forwards, because they're all full throttle the whole time, uh, but using side draft and tail draft. And it's a spectacle. It's entertaining motor racing. It's so what have, we all want, really. Have a few light beers, uh, burgers and buffalo wings Plenty. A walk, a walk down the beach where Malcolm Campbell did, I don't know, about 300 miles an hour for the last speed record. I was amazed by that. It's quite a narrow beach when you're there. You can drive down it now. All the cars from the front and surfers coming in. But to think of a Malcolm kind of do that 300 miles an hour down a narrow strip of sand. So, um, but sand, of course, is where the other racing event is because um, the beach buggies are back. Uh, extreme E, extreme. They're not beach buggies, they're extreme E. It's a very highly sophisticated uh, racing series. But, but I, I mean, I'm trying to do some research, right? Go on their website, you go extreme E. It's the most befuddling website. And all I wanted to do was get the entry list this weekend. Because I heard that um, the Rosberg team that won everything have dropped Molly Taylor, the Australian uh, uh, rally, rally champion, and yeah. won it with them. It seems to be dropped. And she made a very sort of discreet comment of nothing. Um, and they brought in, they've stolen um, Jensen Button's lady driver, who, pronunciation, apologies, Michaela alias Kotlinski. There was a Freddie Kotlinski, the race Formula 3 in the 1960s I used to watch. She must be related there somewhere. So they brought in Kotlinski. They've got two Swedes driving for them. But the Button team doesn't seem to be running, from what I've heard. But I've heard I heard a little rumour they might be dropping out, but I don't know. That's yeah. just a rumour. McLaren are coming in. They've got the pitch of the McLaren car on the website, but I don't think they're running until the next series. That's confusing. There's just not an entry list. Jamie Chadwick, I think, isn't running anymore. 
but I couldn't find out anything about it apart from they will be bouncing around in the dunes. I don't know what they'd done about this track, but they're going to spray the whole desert because they had that problem. It's the same with the Saudi where they couldn't see if they were second in the first corner. But that, I don't know what channel that's on either. You go search. Don't, don't go to their website to find out because it won't tell you. It's useless. But um, so we've got, well. got two Brits. So we've got Katie Munning still running and uh, the other Brit is, is Oliver uh, Bennett. So we've got two Brits in it now. I just don't think that excitement is there like the Formula E. I just don't, I, yeah, I hate to say it, but I, I just don't think it's there. Um, <laughs> and I think that it's I all think, the artificial drama, isn't it? Yeah. It's all oh, the, I can't stand all that. Mission, the, mission zone in the dark. You're in the desert where it's all sunshine. They've got this mission control tent and everybody's watching their screens and boom, 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 the billow. Mm. The commentary that's just wall to wall from, from one to the other bashing into my ears the whole time. You got they're coming for a pit change. They've got to change seats. They've got to change. They've got to undo that. They're undoing their seat. I can see they're undoing their seat belts. And she's got out of the car and he's getting in and, and he's putting the belts on. I can see they're putting the belt. I don't need the commentary about the belt. It's a very critical part of the race. It's not a critical part of the race. It's got loads of time for the rule. <laughs> Tom says, when I commented with Murray Walker, I still remember when, when the producer shouted in my ears, you know, let the pictures do the talking. And it seems to be lost, that fact. You seem to be told as a commentator now to wall-to-wall it with as much shouting and enthusiasm, even if it's as boring as can be. I like them and I like the enthusiasm. Let it, let it continue. Long may the enthusiasm continue. And on that note, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. Don't forget, get in the comments below. Next week, you'll be seeing me on a shaky iPhone from Daytona <laughs> Beach, baby, with a bit of a suntan, more like a sunburn, I expect. We might trade, you in, for, might trade you in for Ben Collins next week. Cheers, guys. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs>